Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. And other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Well, good morning and welcome to Uncovering the Truth with Mayor Rudolph Giuliani and me, Dr. Maria. Well, I have breaking news this morning. The corrupt politicians in Washington have declared every American stupid. Not only has their $1.6 trillion bill that kind of, you know, was the tipping point for inflation. Now they want, you know, they say they did the microchip act, which had a lot of pork in it and other climate things. Now they want to do yet another bill, and this is where they think we're stupid, Rudolph. They call it the Anti-Inflation Act. Actually, it's called the Inflation Reduction Act, and it does anything but reduce inflation. The spending is out of control. It's all for their radical agenda, all about climate change and whatever for their state is it's awful. It, it, I feel like they're purposely trying to destroy America. What say you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. I mean, let's 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 do a little, just a teeny bit of history and a teeny bit of facts. Inflation uh, is a complex thing. There can be several different causes of it. But it's been established for 30 years, and Clinton, you could hear Clinton just mouth it off. They asked Bill Clinton, he was sitting there with George Bush, what causes inflation? He said two uh, two periods in a row of decline in GDP. Yep, that's, that's okay. the standard definition. Now, now, there, are, there are economists that say it's more complicated than that. Yeah. It requires other things. So we have high employment. On the other hand, we have a phony high employment because – we have a much smaller employment base. So if we go back and look at the number of people employed now as compared to the Trump good days, which is what we have to compare them to, it's about half. So that's, that, that would be a dramatic difference. In other words, people look at uh, uh, unemployment and they think it's the number of people unemployed. No, it's not. It's the number of people unemployed looking for a job. If you've given up looking for a job, you are no longer part of the unemployment rate. So... There are many, many bad things in our economy, the worst of which is 9% inflation. That's more than in 50 years. And that's a tax. That is a tax on all of us people, regardless of what you make a year. So Paul Volcker is the great hero who helped to solve uh, stagflation, inflation that Carter gave to, 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 to Reagan. And uh, he, he, he basically... Uh, was a Friedman monetarist, and his theory was, forget everything, it's the monetary supply that causes inflation. 
What does that mean, ladies and gentlemen? That what that I'm I'm not sure I can call you ladies and gentlemen anymore. But what does it mean, ladies and gentlemen? That's proper. What good? Thank you, thank you, doctor. <laughs> what it means is the more you produce money, the higher inflation goes. So here's what we got: we got these people did uh, uh, 1.7 billion, 1.2 billion, another four or five hundred no, no, billion. No. No, 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 not trillion, 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 1.7 trillion, 1.2 trillion, 400 trillion, three, and now another, it's really going to be 700 trillion dollars. That's, that's what it's going to turn out to be. And you know the savings are going to be like the savings on the Affordable Care Act, which became the Unaffordable Care Act and cost three times more than they lied to you about. So this is an inflation creator. It's going to crush us, Rudy. And then they add in $433 billion for tax credits for electric vehicles. Well, electric, the whole entire AOC, Bernie Sanders, green communist program. Yeah. The, the, the program to not affect climate change, but the program to redistribute wealth between the rich and the poor. Here, look, for example... Electric vehicles aren't going to affect climate change. How do you how do you power electric vehicles? Electric. Do you know how much more electric we'd have to produce if everything was every car was electric? Four times more. Do you know electric affects climate change, big time? That would be more of an effect on climate change than gas and coal. You know this whole thing that and nobody tells you that there should be a documentary really produced about climate change. I'd like to see there. There's Nothing really backing up. And I think people get confused with pollution. Like, look at innovation with pollution in Los Angeles in the 70s. So instead of banning cars, most of the pollution was caused by cars. They invented, smart people invented a very cheap thing, the catalytic converter. So I we need, yeah, 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 yeah. So there's pollution and then there's climate change. And I don't know if us little minuscule people in this whole vast galaxy are affecting anything. We had an ice age when there wasn't cars. Tiny, like tiny Earth, you, almost as the astronauts will tell you, you can't see us just a few miles away. You can't see us. So, in other words, what we do is going to affect this big, giant universe that dramatically. And, and it can't be... It can't be adapted to. Up until now, we have been able to adapt to massive changes, much greater than this. I mean, the the world was all water at one time. Right. So these people with no uh, technological ability were able to adapt to massive changes. Maybe we should leave the climate alone and work on adapting to what might happen. And we'd be a lot more effective. We'd have a lot more money. And then we'd have a lot of money, m- money left over to deal with the things that really kill people, like uh, polluted water. Uh, malaria. There are 17 diseases that are way, way ahead of anything climate change can do. And mm-hmm. one final statistic. More people die from cold than warm. Should should uh, the earth get warmer over the next 100 years, net more people will live. More people will live than die if it gets uh, warmer. Versus being colder. Yeah. Also, you produce more food. <laughs> well, now, with a food shortage going on, yeah. you're, you're going to end up with maybe three, four, five percent more uh, usable land for agriculture. So just to wrap up this conversation about this lying inflation reduction bill, you got to get involved, people. Uh, looking at the mail this week for uncovering the truth, most of you feel very helpless. 
the the spending is out of control in the federal government. You feel lied to. You feel played. You got to write your congressional delegations. You can do it via email. Like flood them. Let them know how concerned you are, and to stop it, just stop spending money. Well, this is what a um, socialist, materialistic, communist government does. They never tell the truth. Uh, is there a day that Biden tells the truth? I mean, is there a day? Is there any commitment to telling the truth? There's no recession. Oh, they try to. It's a contracture of the economy. Uh, we can't define women. No. They're not building a wall in Arizona. They're, they're building a wall, but they're not building a wall. Yeah, they don't want to say they're building a wall, uh, which is they, fine to build a wall. It works. But, but also, uh, there is no crisis at the border. Meanwhile, let's get to the two mayors, the two phony mayors of the sanctuary cities. For years, uh, these, these people have been talking about, send us the illegal, don't even call them illegal aliens. That's wrong. Call they're them, migratory, and something the, or other. And Adams, who's complaining like a phony, he, he has a city that wants to allow them to vote. He wants to allow them to vote. But, All I can do is roll my eyes at that one. He, he, and for years, Texas and the border states have been accused of bigotry and hatred and this, that, and the other thing. All of a sudden, a few show up in Washington. A few show Only up 4, in Only 4,000 compared, compared to, to the Texas millions that have Arizona. come in. And, and they, Bowser needs the National Guard. She didn't need the National Guard for January 6th. But she needs the National Guard for this. Yeah. I, I they bet. must be dangerous people, by the way, if that's the case. Gee, if, if, uh, if Trump suggested that some of them were dangerous, you accused him of being a racist. Why isn't she being accused of being a racist for needing the National Guard to deal with these wonderful people? And they're sleeping on the streets in Washington, But they're wonderful DC. people. You know, um, I watched Tucker Carlson, and I don't watch a lot of TV, but I did watch his show, and he was saying, you know, about these this open border policy, and maybe a place like Burlington, Vermont, that voted 86% for Biden. So they like Biden's policies? Bust them there. Martha's Vineyard, they voted overwhelmingly for Biden-type policies, very radical, bust them there. Like, all these places that want this, bust well, them there. Well, I mean, there. actually, here, here's, here's the reality. A- Abbott is getting credit for a lot of this, but, and he deserves it. But he's actually at the core of very little of it. Oh, he's only busing them, from my it, understanding, to Washington, yeah, D.C. Biden is giving Adams his problem. Yeah, yeah so he in should other, call other words, his buddy. It's, it's, but Adams lies about it. Adams tries to tie it in with Abbott and with the Republicans. This is all uh, New York's problem is all Democrat. Yeah. New York's problem is Biden at the convention in 2000 said, come on, all you illegals, surge to the border. Come on in. You'll have welfare. We'll cover you for covid and we'll even give you health coverage. (laughs) So plus now we're giving him the right to vote in New York. Adams has a city that wants to give him the right to vote, not turn them into the police, not turn them into INS. Well, of course, they're going to come to New York City in big numbers. And Biden put them in New York City because from their point of view, they want to treat these people like they're princes. And New York City is a place that treats them like a prince. Well, you know, there, there's a couple of things that I want to make sure. We have a lot of reporters that listen to our show. I think the FBI listens to our show. We love people who come into this country legally. We love them. We're all part of that melting pot but this is going against our own policies at the border. Number one, the Biden administration is complicit in making the cartels billionaires. They are sick, sick people. You know what they do now? They have a rape 
tree. So not only do these people, they have to come up with a lot of money to get escorted across the border by the cartel, there's rape trees to signal. They take little girls' underwear, put it on a tree to challenge the other cartel people behind them to rape people. It's sick. It's inhumane. Where is AOC? Where are these people about the inhumane trafficking whether it's labor or in the sex trade. And you know what else they do with the little minors that are unaccompanied? I always wondered how this payment comes through. Those children are in servitude to the cartel for the rest of their life. They're being treated so horribly. And then we have the fentanyl crisis. That's coming through the border. So there's a lot, a lot of issues about the border, and it has nothing to do with racism. No, the border of fentanyl, OD, drug, and crime crisis is 100% Biden. The fentanyl records for the last two years of deaths have come all under Biden. The last year of Trump, fentanyl had gone down for the first time in a long time, and he had a very effective uh, program, and it had it gave every promise of uh, continuing to be effective. My son Andrew worked on it, and I know quite a bit about it. And if you had gone ahead with that program, unlike uh, the many programs that, that Biden uh, uh ended that have cost the lives of Americans that Trump had put in place, uh, we would not have this. But for two years in a row, fentanyl drug deaths are up record levels. In New York City, they're a catastrophe because in New York City, you add Democratic president, Democratic governor who lets people out with no bail, a Democratic mayor who's afraid of his own shadow and doing anything about it, and a DA who's positively crazy. I mean, you know, the, the, uh, a guy, uh, a guy uh, fights with a cop, almost kills him in a chokehold, and he's out on the street in two days. I've been asked by several organizations that have um, been advocating to do something about this invasion at our southern border to label it as poisonings, fentanyl poisonings. Because a lot of people, like if you OD on heroin, you know you're taking heroin and you know it's the risk. A lot of people are unaware that they are taking fentanyl. The Chinese government makes these perfectly looking fake Percocet, Xanax, and it's sold real cheap. It's coming through the border, but it's also sold to our teenagers on social media like Snapchat for like five bucks a pill. Oh, you're stressed about exams. Here's a Xanax. It won't hurt you. It has so little fentanyl, and that kid never wakes up again. Every time we say fentanyl, every time you hear Dr. Maria say fentanyl, and she's been on this for, oh, since I know her, because New Hampshire has been affected disproportionately. Actually, New York, New Hampshire's doing pretty well now. New Hampshire's York. doing better but with they were fentanyl. One of, but they were, yeah. they, uh, when we I, did I, terrible I, with heroin. I remember yeah. four or five years ago, you were one of the top in the country for. for yeah, Pre- President Trump actually came with uh, the first lady to speak to New Hampshire because we were considered the one epicenter or two. You in Tennessee or yeah, of the uh, heroin overdoses, and we made a lot, a lot of progress with that. What's going backwards is places like New York City who say taking hair. Oh, go ahead. Let me tell you about New York City because I think these numbers tell the story. Look, you know I'm a Comstat guy, and numbers tell the story about crime. The reason numbers tell the story about crime is there's too much emotion in trying to figure out crime. You've got to go to facts. You've got to go to science. You've got to go to mathematics. You've got to go to reality. Or it's no different than, and we'll explain it sometime if you ever come to my lecture on leadership, you can't solve a problem unless you define it correctly. That's the problem with not acknowledging it's recession. If you don't know it's recession, how the hell are you going to solve it, moron? Now, 
here's the here's 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 the story. In 2019, in New York, in which we had considerably less overdoses, we had uh, 3,409 drug arrests. In 2022, two years of record overdoses, we have 627. In other, in other words, we left potentially about uh, uh, 2,000 drug sales that we would have interfered with. We let them happen. Uh, convictions we went down from 20, 2,911 in 2019. That's Trump and before COVID. And <laughs> 378 this year. 378. 5,482 drug possession arrests. Any one of those drugs could have fentanyl. You don't know. We've only made 752. And convictions, we've gone down from 3,743 to 421. We're keeping them on the streets to kill themselves. It's inhumane. It's indecent. And this is the reason if you vote Democrat this time, you are nuts. Hey, guess what? You, you're a New York citizen. All you New York citizens' taxpayer dollars are going to these safe places for people to shoot up heroin. So you're telling them it's okay. There's signs on the subways. That's right. Well, we are going to take a quick break. And we're going to do China and fentanyl. We're going to tie China into fentanyl when we come back. All right. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth with Rudolph W. Giuliani and me, Dr. Maria, sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. So a lot of you write us either through Rudy's uh, website, RudyGiulianiCS.com, or my website, DrMariaRyan.com. And I have to say, I've probably gotten over a 100 messages about the food plant fires. So since May of 2021, there's been a series of fires across many uh, food plants. It's not specific to one. There's been chicken plant, beef plant, um, pork plant in a fertilizer plant. And there's been a lot of, you know, chatter on social media about it. Why is this? Who is doing this? We don't have an answer. I don't even know if the Department of Justice is taking this seriously. But listen, we are heading towards a food shortage. And we're in America. We are the greatest nation in the world. We're supposed any, any, to be a republic any, of law and orders, but that's a whole, anybody, that's not any, happening anymore. Any che- anybody check where the Chinese diplomats were during that period? Of time? You know, <laughs> I, I've heard a, a couple different theories, and they are just conjecture. I've heard it's China, I've because they are buying our farmland, but so isn't Bill Gates. Um, I've also heard it's internal, domestic. This radical left plan that the Democrats and Republicans, quite frankly, are not fighting against enough. You know, Democrats, you don't have to go with your party. I say this to Republicans all the time. Do the right thing. If something doesn't smell right or or feel right for the American people, don't vote for it. Well, here's where the lack of education of Americans, and um, which is profound now, is so important. One of the quintessential hallmarks of a communist society is to become an urban society. Um, agricultural societies way back uh, from Jefferson's time on were always associated with liberal democracy, with libertarianism. 
with uh, the traditional American. You can make it on your own. You can. Uh, the the farmer is the example of the guy who doesn't need you know. He is the king of his land. Forty assistants to do everything yeah. for him. He can live on his own. He can take care of himself. He's the what 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 do we used to call the quintessential American, the rugged individualist. Yeah. So uh, and and this is all throughout communist literature. All of this is so every one of these people who's doing this, whether they're doing it because they're communists or they're doing it because they were educated in communist overwhelming. You mean attacking our agricultural? Yeah, agriculture yeah. is bad, and, and they're stupid, and they're Republicans, and um, because they're smart actually, <laughs> and uh, so they go after a- agriculture. But here, here's here's what I'm really concerned about: China, 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 China keeps coming up, and China is surely involved in fentanyl. China. Uh, China is the main supplier of fentanyl. Yes. It goes right to the cartels, yep. and then it goes right to the people it kills in America. And China, I'm not sure the drug dealers like the killing. It goes on because it hurts their business a bit. But China loves the killing. I mean, you add it to COVID, and they're wiping out a lot of us. And uh, if you can't see that Biden was bribed by China, please go back to school. He's, com- he's compromised. Please. I mean, look. He got $31 million. The Biden crime family got $31 million from China. That is no longer disputed. They will refuse to comment on it, but the records are there in the hard drive that the FBI, the Justice Department, the Democratic Party, and Biden covered up. Every single one who covered that up was a criminal, by the way. Senator Grassley is, Senator is Grassley making a, yeah, he's making a bold statement. We absolutely knew crimes. that the papers, the big tech covered it up. But to hear that the FBI purposely did not move forward because it was election time oh, really shakes uh, me to uh, the Maria, core. That's, that's, that's bull. Uh, they had it a year and a half before the election. That's bull. That's yeah. a complete lie. Yeah. And Barr you know, submits to it that way. And Barr has the responsibility. It was for a year and a half in his department, and he did nothing with it. That phony. Well, we'll be back and talk to you more about phoniness, and you can call us. On covering the most important stories that nobody else will give you on uncovering the truth. Well, Mayor, I think you're going to break a little early. Me? Oh, oh, it's thirty. Frank Sinatra watching you there. So uh, you know, I want to talk about um, China and Biden's phone call. This is a big dispute. These well, guys Michael, are old. Read, read Michael Goodwin. Read Michael Goodwin today. These are old friends, right? Biden has told us that him and Zing or Z are old friends. And um, now the Chinese government says Biden never brought up humanitarian anything. They spoke for about two hours. But Biden tells us that he, you know, wanted to hold Z accountable for, you know, humanitarian, and I let him have it on all this stuff. (laughs) Like he was going to take corn pop around the barn. So they have a big dispute about their conversation. Well, I have an easy fix to that. Release the transcript, President Biden. Release it so we can be the judge of what was well, said. You, actually, you don't. I'll tell you why. Uh, so they'll, they'll fix his, that, too? His, his mouthpiece, uh, Biden's mouthpiece, because that's what they are. I mean, they're just like lying machines, his uh, secretaries, uh, press secretaries. His press secretary actually doesn't answer the question. She says he brought up human rights. The question is, did you bring up the genocide of the Uyghurs and, and the Falun Gong, as you said you did, aggressively? You know, Biden always does this hero thing. I climbed up the tree. I was first in my class. I let a, I let a march. 
and it's all untrue. The guy, I mean, I, you do an analysis of him, he's got some kind of a sick pathological hero thing. It is pathological, and I'll tell you why. I was having They're all lies. a conversation with someone who said, when people lie, sometimes you can pick up a tell. Their eye might twitch, or they won't look you in the eye. Freaking Biden is good, right? He's had a long public career, so he's been on film lying, yeah, plagiarizing, I'll tell you how you a get speech, them, word for word that he stole from the U.K., he does it, and now he's got such a grandfatherly so way. So I was cross-examining him, I'll tell you how you get him, because I'm an expert at exposing liars. I made a living doing it. I was on the front pages of the New York Times for it. <laughs> uh, did things that other lawyers never did, like got people to confess on the witness stand. What's his weakness as a liar? See if he can pick it out. What is his weakness? Ladies and gentlemen, you think about it. And when you come back, I want you to tell me. I want you to tell me when you can tell Biden for sure. If I were if I were going to debate him, or if I were going to cross-examine him, I'm going to tell you how I how I break him down. It's foolproof, and we'll do that. Are we about time to break? Yeah. Why don't we break a little early so we give our we give our compatriots a little time, and uh, and then we'll be back, and I'll tell you my secret, and then we'll get to your calls. Talk Radio 77 WABC. And other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, Uncovering the Truth with Dr. Maria. And uh, I said I would tell you how to expose Biden as a liar. I shouldn't say this in case I ever get to try the Biden crime family RICO case. I don't think people will let me do it. I mean, they let all kinds of prejudiced people handle things, uh, Democrats, like, you know, that whole J6 committee has uh, twice impeached Trump. (laughs) They've announced he's guilty already. They've participated in two lying frame-ups of him. And they want us to believe that they're telling the truth now, even though they have a history of the last five years of consistently lying. And Trump has a history of telling the truth about it. But at any event, maybe I'll get my dream. Sometimes it happens, and I'll get Biden on the witness stand. Always found politicians were the easiest people to cross-examine and to break down because they spend their life lying. So you just got to figure out their pattern of lying. Here, I'll make it simple. Here's how to get him, really get him. And then he'd, he'd unravel if you had him on a witness stand. And therefore, he had to answer or be told he wasn't answering. That is, get him angry. Uh, go after his intellect. This guy is a guy that, uh, from the time he was five years old, was the dumbest guy in class. Left back in the third grade, cheated his way through law school, probably cheated his way through high school and college, too. I know that from classmates of his. I, I've known that for 35 years. I was introduced to him as the dumbest guy in our law school class who you didn't want to sit next to because he'd get you in trouble for cheating. He definitely gets upset when he's challenged. When any reporter does their job and asks him a provocative question, he gets mad. He tries He'll to challenge say, you. Hey, Jack, okay. I'm going to take so you then, out back. So now here's what happens. He gets to control that. He get, this is why politicians learn bad habits. It's very hard to put them on a witness stand. Uh, they learn bad. They, they, they get away with it. But when you're in court, the judge requires you to answer the next question. So you go right back at him again at it. Now, yep. when somebody gets angry and has lost their temper and you've said, like, you failed out of law school, they said, no, I didn't. You say, well, let me show you the transcript that shows. What is it? Oh, 
Mr. Biden, please read for me what that letter says from the dean. You failed out of law school. The, I, I've had these guys tear it up, throw it at me. I had one guy who said, let's take time out and plead guilty. Hmm. If you confronted him, like with the pictures, like he said, I've never met the foreign people. If you confronted him with the text messages with 17 different meetings with foreign clients of Hunter Biden, 17. He'd lie about the first one. He'd lie about this. It would take us all day to go through them. Well, you know what we've done? You've talked about it, and I'm not sure if it, I think it was on your show during the week, the Rudy Giuliani show at 3 p.m. Eastern time. You talked about um, it was something about the downgrading of crime, the deviancy, like uh, well, Senator Moynihan. Defining deviancy not down. Down. We accept things that we didn't accept before. Absolutely. And that's, I see it all the time. Okay, drugs aren't bad now. Put up a heroin clinic and nobody gets upset that they're doing drugs and, you know, stealing from your cars and whatever. And, and, you know, we keep defining deviancy down. Like, people are like, oh, so what? He sold his office. So what? So what? Do we have nothing sacred anymore? So we let him sell his office to China for 31 million dollars we need him to be tough on china china Uh, is our enemy china could win the battle be the most important nation on earth in 2048 in this world will be a world of suppression yeah so let's get to let's get to some of our brilliant callers i'm dying to get some questions well let's go with Stu. how are you today Stu? uh good uh, morning guys uh dr ryan coming from uh, matt from uh in New Hampshire, I would have thought you'd known that it's around Mass's uh, vineyard. Anyhow, the, uh, <laughs> the Democrats have come up with a brilliant economic plan. And Tell here's us why about it's it. so brilliant. I must have missed it's it. It's going to destroy the economy. They know that. Schumer is not a moron, and neither is True. the guy from West Virginia. The whole idea behind this is they're reading the tea leaves. They know that come November... They're going to be in a lot of trouble. So they're setting the Republicans up with a economy that's going to be a nightmare so that two years when the next election comes, they're going to point to the Republicans and say, look what they did to the wonderful economy Joe Biden left you. I think that's how I analyze it. You know what? I think you're right, Stu. I didn't want to believe it for a long time, and I didn't like to hear Democrats do this, Democrats do that. But unfortunately, like Rudy says, sometimes you have to just say facts are facts or, you know, you you have to look at a pattern of behavior. And it seems like they just want to destroy us. But you're right. They're they're in this mode right now. They know they shouldn't be spending money, but yet they're radically doing it. Why? You're right. To set up the Republicans. My question is this, Rudy. Can the Republicans, when they get uh, in control in November, can they like unfold this bill if it goes through can they no, it's a you know little bit I mean? it's can a little bit like uh, obamacare right uh it'll go through and now you're going to have to have the votes to undo it and 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 also a veto by the by the by the president so no republicans will not be able to undo most of this they'll be able to i mean there's more of this coming mm. so they can stop that yeah you can't do any more of this uh, and they can cut back here and there. But, no, it isn't until we get a Republican president who wouldn't veto that we can do it. But, uh, so you have to look at 2 to 24 as a holding action. But it will be better. He won't be able to 
whatever damage we have, the day the Republicans take over both houses, we basically can stop the damage. Also because his the Obama trick, and a little bit even the Trump trick of using executive orders, and his big trick of using executive orders, the Supreme Court's onto it now. The Supreme I, I, Court, yeah. the Supreme Court had, and, and it's not just the conservative judges here, because this is a this is a, a separation of powers issue. Yeah. Basically, the executive has denuded Congress. Yeah, there's we, no Congress. Anymore. When we defined ourselves as a republic, we said we didn't want a king, yeah, we well, didn't want a monarchy. So I'll give you an example. Last year under Biden, there was no more than three thousand laws passed. There were something like seventy-eight thousand binding legal regulations passed. We're really not even run by the executive branch. We're run by their bureaucracy. Mm. Uh, there's a great article in New Epoch Times uh, about how we've become a we've become basically uh, a government of bureaucracy. Yeah. We're somewhere oh, sure. we're somewhere between a free market government and, and socialism. And they say right in the middle of that is the, is a government run by bureaucrats. Yeah. The elite, I call them. We're just the peasants. Most of the rules. So that's what it feels like. And well, that's what happened in the election of 2020. Uh, it's supposed to be guided by the state legislature, and instead it was given to the partisan state secretary of state, who was a very partisan Democrat, and set up rules, which they had no authority to set up, which favored the Democrats. Can we um, talk about Biden testing positive for COVID again? Now, there is this little known thing. I'm not saying it's a lie. There is this thing with um, the the antiviral drug that he was on, Paxlovid, that you can get a rebound infection. It's very rare. I'm not even sure if it's a rebound or the thing that confuses me is he tested negative before testing positive again. But the minute I heard it, it's like, oh, you know what? He's not either feeling well or they want to keep him from public view for a while. Like, I didn't believe it, and I hate it that I have such little trust. Now, monkeypox is another thing. Now, monkeypox is from this no, thing I called... Like, I, I can't get monkeypox. Well, anybody could. I well, cannot, you I do not hang around with monkeys. <laughs> Don't you get it from monkeys? Uh, no. Oh. No. Um, well, why do they call it monkeypox? Well, at one time it was probably in monkeys. It's kind of an unfair thing, but it's it's like we named well, cowpox and, think, and humans could get it. It's being discriminatory toward monkeys. So it's from an orthovirus, and... Many of you who are of my generation and older, we've been vaccinated against smallpox. It's the same family. Smallpox was considered eradicated, and in 1980, nobody got any more smallpox vaccination. And in my day, it was a live virus, my day and before. But um, this is much less as far as not only fatality, it's less than 1%, but the symptoms are much more mild than smallpox. You may get a flu-like symptoms and the, you know, customary rash that looks like blisters. And it's disfig- it could be disfiguring. But to name it a state emergency in New York by Hochul and then a city emergency. How many cases in New York? Um, in this, they're mainly in the city. They're yeah, mainly I, I not in the 3, rest. Thousand in the state and two thousand in the city, something like that. Yeah, it's right around two thousand. How many deaths do we know? The, as far as I know, in New York, in New York, I'm not. I'm not sure. I think I've heard there's been three deaths overall, and but I'm not sure. And it's supposed to get up to one hundred and fifty thousand, and therefore it overload the hospitals. Shouldn't, These shouldn't. people would not be hospitalized. Nope. Nope. 
it is something that so you this is take a, care of at home. this is a created emergency. Yeah, that's what I'm very perplexed about. So the majority of the cases have been amongst uh, gay men, and it's been in New York City and San Francisco. But it's the World Health Organization, which we've given a lot of powers to, to, call, to say what's an emergency. They declared an emergency over a week ago, and now Hochul's uh, saying it's an emergency in New York. I don't understand it. It's not an I do, emergency. I, I do understand. I do understand. <laughs> because we're quote, getting towards November, and they want to do mail-in if this, ballots. <laughs> if, this turns, if this turns out to be uh, larger than we're saying, it's going to be the fault of all the left-wing uh, idiots who uh, want to do doublespeak because when it originally started, they didn't want to explain that it was uh, disproportionately affecting the gay uh, community. So they kept that out of the, uh, the analysis because, uh, but it isn't really, and, and here's what lying does to you. It's kind of a lie. It doesn't disproportionately affect the gay community, qua gay community. It, dis- it disproportionately affects the gay community because they happen to have had events you know, social spreader events where people were close to each other. It affects anybody that's close to each other. Body contact. Yeah, it, it's spread Body by, contact. it's actually spread by contact with the lesion, you know. So and heterosexuals yeah. could, uh, could. They could, could absolutely. Could, uh, could, or any one of the 49 other genders. Yeah, this this is a little bit. Uh, I'm only kidding about that 49. <laughs> for a medical person, I'm like, why is it? Though mainly being contained within the gay community, I don't, I don't I think, get that see, part. I, think, I, think, I don't. I don't. So that's a fact. So let's get out of. So originally, when people were saying, "Well, it's mostly in the gay community," it's mostly in the gay community. Uh, a lot of, a lot, even the, even the who wouldn't cover it, wouldn't say that. They, they, they thought that was being an attack on gays. Now they're saying failure to say that shows that the healthcare system doesn't care, take care of gay people the way it does everybody else. Mm-hmm. But the fact is. They're being sloppy and stupid like left-wingers always are. They're not well-educated because emotions take over facts. Here's the fact. It has to do with human contact. It doesn't have to be two gays. It can be heterosexuals. It can be a gay and heterosexual. It just happened to be the fact that there were these super spreader events where there were a lot of gay people. Had you had a big, big group of heterosexuals that had that kind of contact... Every piece of literature tells you the same thing would have happened. Yeah. I think I'm going to call you Dr. Rudolph. No, just call me Common Sense. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani, CommonSense.com, CS.com. So necessary. They should put them in a box and preserve them. Yes. About the only one, you and me, and about ten people. Who have, we should go get a yeah. little village in up, and of upper course, there's... New Hampshire and go live there and write things and say, guys, guys, see... It's not gay people. It's contact, contact, it's contact. Con- and yeah. it disproportionately affected gays for some reason. But when it works itself out, worry about because here's what happens: if you don't say it's gay people, mm. you don't warn them. If you if you do say it's gay people and make it appear a lot of people who aren't gay think, oh, we can do anything we want. Yeah, you know, it is it is kind of surprising that it is uh, that it's come to this country in such a way. Because it was, like I said, in the World Health Organization in 1980 said no more smallpox. But, <laughs> of course, we're suspicious. We know we have biolabs. We know at least 26 countries have biolabs. Me, as a CEO of a hospital, had to do a plan. It was approximately 10 or 11 years ago for a smallpox outbreak. We, it was eradicated. So I knew our federal government knew something. 
because we were all mandated to have plans on how to deal with the smallpox as a threat, not as 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 just occurring as a bio threat. Right. We we had a, I had so I, maybe you I did. had one for yeah. two thousand. Uh, I, I brought it out in two thousand one. We did it in ninety seven, and we had a, a a smallpox plan. And sometime, I mean, it's a frightening plan. Sometime I'll describe it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, we the talked about how we were going to put people in in colonies, and you know, oh. so I get when I think of this, I'm like right away, ooh. Did something get out of a lab? Is it pers- purposely put out? You know, you have. Where was I- Fauci when this was being spread? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And does he have money in the vaccine? <laughs> we don't know his royalties. He's got all kinds of. We don't know where they come from. Yes. Well, let's go to Ralph. How, Ralph. how hey, are Ralph. you doing, Ralph? I, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you, Maria Androni. Uh, you know, so you started this program talking about the. Uh, the immigration court policy of Joseph Biden, which is open border and mass migration. This is, uh, uh, you know, the way I look at it, this is really tantamount to the great replacement theory. Well, uh, let me uh, elaborate. On, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm, slow that, down just a little. I'm not quite catching it. Say, say, say it a little more carefully. Tantamount to the great replacement theory. And let oh, okay. me elaborate what I'm trying to say okay. here. Okay. Okay. Because we look at the impact of this in our country, and uh, it's not just culturally, but demographically uh, as well. I mean, uh, you know, I don't like to believe these people would be, an, uh, you know, uh, not abroad into this country, they would be, okay? Because it's not going to be initially that they would receive welfare. It would be like throughout their lifetime when they, uh, to their stay in this country. That they would be uh, subsidized right, right. Uh, by our government. With, and what uh, you what, know, the, with, what form yeah. of government subsidizes its citizens? Well, I'm talking about the illegal, the the illegal, pouring pouring into the border. And you know, with regard to the situation about Nancy Pelosi and uh, and Taiwan, uh, Gordon Chan had it right when he said, "If you do not show up, Nancy." That message being sent to the alliance in Asia would be uh, they cannot depend upon America no more, and they cannot rely on us. That's It's as simple as that. It's, you know, well, um, if we have a real leadership in the White House and, and the, 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 the incitement and provocation by the tyrannical, uh, you know, uh, all, all, uh, Chinese is- regime, this uh, is, that would be dealt with by canceling out China. But i got to tell you, this is all a problem that we have a person in the White House that China thinks he can take advantage of. And again, when I tell you he's compromised by China, what was his advice to Nancy Pelosi? You think she should go because it will compromise America if she doesn't. He thinks she shouldn't go. And he said it publicly. He wants to cave into China. Look, if a country gave you $31 billion, you might cave into it. You know, Nancy Pelosi, I'm not a fan of hers. I think she's a crook. Um, I, I just, she does not take bills to the floor if it personally affects her and her husband's. Husband, but anyways. Her husband's made a filthy fortune. Yeah. But I think, I don't think that it leaked through her office. Now, most of the time when you go to a country that you don't, you don't put out your plans, all of a sudden it comes out, the pictures in that uh, country, and you talk about it afterwards. 
I think the White House leaked it. And there are plenty of pro-Chinese operatives yep. in this White House yep. beyond the ones that got paid the 31. Yep. And uh, then Biden tells her not to go publicly. Miley tells her not to go. She a, has got to go. That's even stupid. I mean, yep. stupid. I mean, if they were going to do that, they should have done it privately. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you, you, There's something smells about this. Well, the yep. whole, the whole, give, i got to go back to Bagram. You yep. do not give up an air base 400 miles from China. Yep. I'm with you there. Unless they have bought you. Yep. New, new call, new call, new call. <laughs> oh, you want to go to a call? Uh, let's go to Leo. Good morning, Leo. guys. Leo here. Uh, Hi, Leo. Quickly, oh, we got a minute. Okay, uh, Rudy, I would love to know if you have any opinion about this. The more I'm thinking about Pelosi before January 6th when she turned twice Donald Trump's offer of, uh, of National Guard. Well, yeah, here, here's, here's, here's how I understand this story. Uh, Trump cannot call out the National Guard. That, uh, that and I, like as a mayor, I couldn't. Only the governor could. So uh, He offered, uh, though, right? He's he, a witness. No, no, here's what says, he did. There are several witnesses who have testified under oath who are uh, extraordinarily truthful, and I think even the committee uh, has not found they've, you know, lied about anything. Who say and there? Oh, and and there's a memos that he offered. Um, he offered to be ready with ten to twenty thousand uh, troops, and he actually he offered to give it to them. And it it uh, uh, the Bowser conversation went up to. 20,000, and the one with Pelosi's office was a 10,000. Now, he never, the president does it, the way it works is, and I've done this, right? If I wanted a National Guard for New York City, I'd have to write a letter to the governor, and the governor would have to write a letter to the president. The president wouldn't send me a letter. I'm offering you 10,000 National Guard troops. But he, in this case, he did goose them. You know, he, he did something a president usually doesn't do. He, he turned around the relationship to some extent and said, I've been hearing there may be problems, so you want National Guard. And they said, no, no, no. And now, the, and now here's the, they won't give us the records of those uh, communications. Well, we'll be back right after the break. We'll have some final thoughts, and maybe we'll get another call in, okay? Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Uncovering the Truth, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Send in your $11 a month and take care of our uniformed protectors and heroes, police and military. They're under a lot of pressure. I don't have to detail that. Dr. Maria has an observation that I think is very important. You know, it seems to be taboo to talk about January 6th in any other way than what the White House and the corrupt uh, J6 committee wants you to think. Now, I always, I can't assume you know me or know my heart, so I'm going to have to say that I condemn all violence. So anybody who committed violence should be prosecuted. Put that right out there. But there seems to be more to the story on January 6th. The Epic Times just did yet another documentary 
Rudy Giuliani's Common Sense have done multiple ones. You have to see his latest two podcasts. Well, actually, there's there's like the most four recent ones on J6. But he talks to Ashley Babbitt's mom. And in that podcast, he releases several videos, some that have never been seen before from different angles of the murder of Ashley Babbitt. And in the podcast right before it, he's talking to Joe McBride. And Joe represents a lot of the people in jail unconstitutionally. This is pre-trial. They've been locked up in solitary confinement. The treatment has been deplorable. We are not in China. We are not in Iran. These are American citizens. So everybody should be upset, whether you're a Democrat, Libertarian, Independent, Republican. We can never politicize prisoners based upon their political party. And you've got to see this, and we all have to speak up. Some of these people didn't even go inside the Capitol, and they've been locked up. 14 months. 14 months. Some were invited in. Granted, some and fought guy, police and, and, to get in. And the, and the kid who beat up the cop and almost killed him is out. Yeah. And then there's good and bad in all people, right? Like, I back the blue. You back the blue. But there are rotten apples some places. It is unbelievable. At the beginnings of the Epic Times documentary, when we see the police brutality, this is when people were just standing out front. They were literally just standing out front. It's worse than anything you saw. In 2020, you know, with the police reacting to the murderous crowds of Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Wor- much worse than anything you said, which, which they went crazy over. Let me set the scene. You see people, people to death. just standing there initially, just standing there. Some were chanting USA. They weren't doing anything, just standing there. And from a um, higher ground, the police were doing, I don't know if they were, pellet guns i don't know what they were shooting gas things everything into the crowd yeah and getting two them, men and, had heart attacks and, and died and, yeah and and you have plenty of film of uh trump supporters telling people stop this stop this stop yeah to this, the antifa stop people. Now, i haven't played yep. all that yet but and the problem is i i only have maybe 10 percent of the video the, the, the mere fact they're hiding it tells you it's not helpful to exactly. them because they're a bunch of scum it is scum. such a non-transparent. You don't think Shifty Schiff is, a, is scum? Yeah. I mean, the people here, you've got to look at two things. Just two things, and you can throw out the J6 committee as the worst, most unfair committee in the history of Congress. First of all, the composition of it. Yeah. Every single one of them participated in trying to frame a president of the United States on charges that they knew were false. They're dishonest. How about we just, they're all serial dishonest people. Yeah. And everything they tried to frame him on, he was telling the truth about. We got to go through it again. We got to listen to their lies again. And he's telling the truth. And the media is going against him. I mean, he was telling the truth about no Russian collusion. They were lying. He was telling the truth about the hard drive. They were lying. He was telling the truth about Zelensky. They were lying. He's telling the truth about J6. And they're lying. And plus, the fact that they will not take a murder seriously, shame on them. This is why. Shame on them. They're not even Americans if you don't do that. We, the people, are upset because it's a non transparent group. But stay with us every Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Rudy Giuliani Show, 3 p.m. during the week. Great job, Dr. Maria. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. God bless America.